When asked what the greatest commandment was, Jesus of Nazareth answers in Matthew 22:37 that it's to love God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. In other words, every part of who and what we are as human beings. Here, we explore all of those aspects of being human, everything from faith to fitness to culture and everything else having to do with living a full life. Welcome to Heart, Soul, Mind, and Strength. Is the United States a Christian nation? The answer to that has been the subject of debate for some time. Why do you suppose that is? Shouldn't that be a fairly simple question to answer? Well, yes and no. Just like so many other disagreements, the problem tends to lie in the definition. When we talk about a Christian nation, what do we mean? I can think of at least two different ways to understand this term. One way is you could think of it as our country being founded specifically to be a nation of Christians. In other words, if you're not a Christian, you don't belong here. Everyone here is a Christian, and anyone who migrates here must become one. It might be a bit hyperbolic to put it that way, but I'm not sure it's completely off the mark as far as what some people think it means to be a Christian nation. Those people who argue that America is not a Christian nation, if they meet it in this sense, they'll argue that this was not the vision of the Founding Fathers. And I would have to agree. I don't think this is what they envisioned for America. Another way to see this is that the country would be built on a foundation of Christian ideals and values, even if there was no explicit expectation that it would be entirely populated by people who follow Jesus. The values at the heart of the nation, though, would be derived from biblical principles. Principles like the sanctity of human life, personal property, treating neighbors with love and respect, being respectful of your parents, and parents having the responsibility of instilling the next generation with their own values and ideals. It's also the foundation of the idea that our rights come from a higher power and not from a government made up of fallible humans. Whichever way you define the term, one of the primary arguments against this being a Christian nation is the fact that the Constitution is an entirely secular, uh, secular document. The Constitution, they say, is the founding document of the United States of America, and nowhere in the entire document is there a reference to God or any supernatural beings or ideas. The question is, is this the document that founded America? I don't think so. The Constitution was ratified in 1787. But remember, the United States of America did not come into existence in 1787. The official beginning of the United States was in 1776, 11 years before the Constitution was signed. Now, if you wanted to argue that the country didn't really exist officially until the Revolutionary War ended, well, even then, that was in 1783. That's still four years before the Constitution. So the Constitution is not the document that founded the United States of America. It's merely a second try at a document that defines the organization and authorities of the federal government. When it was found that the Articles of Confederation did not create a strong enough federal government, the Founding Fathers went back to the drawing board and came up with something a good deal better. But it's not the founding document of America. It's merely the founding document of our current federal government structure. It would be more plausible to see the Declaration of Independence as the founding document that actually created the United States, at least from the perspective of the people who formed the fledgling nation all those years ago. After all, as far as they were concerned, once that document was signed, we were officially separated politically from England. The Declaration, 
unlike the Constitution, is not an entirely secular, secular document. In fact, from the Declaration, you can see a direct line from there to the Constitution, and that direct line includes concepts of divinity. For example, among the references to God, there are various titles in the Declaration, such as Supreme Judge of the World and Divine Providence, as well as a reference to the laws of nature and of nature's God. These three references are significant as they map directly to the three branches of government established later in the Constitution, judicial, executive, and legislative in that order. And of course, there's one of the most famous references, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. They understood that our rights don't come from the government, but from God. The government's job is just to protect them. This was essentially imported into the foundation of the country from the Magna Carta, which many of the barons of England forced King John to sign back in the 13th century. One particularly important concept in the Magna Carta was that the king was not the ultimate law. Even he was subject to God's law. Of course, it's true that all of these references in the Declaration are written in a way so as not to necessarily be explicitly ref a reference to the God of Christianity. Although, if someone wants to argue that the Christian God was not who they had in mind, I'm going to say the burden of proof would be on you to show that to be the case. It seems pretty clear, knowing the prevalence of Christianity among the Founding Fathers, that it was, in fact, the Christian God that they were referring to. As if to underscore this point that the country was formed on top of Christian ideals and values, one of the most prominent of the Founding Fathers, John Adams, famously said, Our Constitution was made for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. So as you can see, even though the Constitution did not explicitly reference God, it was written in a way that made it clear, at least to the people who wrote it and the people who originally signed it, that the structure and function of the government formed by the Constitution were to be built on a foundation of Christian ideals and values. At the end of the day, we may not be, and were not intended to be, a nation of Christians, but I do believe that there is most definitely a sense in which we are meant to be a Christian nation. That's all we have for today. Thanks for coming along. If you've enjoyed it and found it helpful, please leave a five-star review and share it with a friend. For more resources, you can visit the website at hsms2237.wordpress.com. Music is Do You Believe by the Caffeine Creek Band, courtesy of Pixabay. Thanks for listening. Now go be fully human.